Welcome to the Level Up Your Life podcast with Erica Dale, where you will get real and relevant information to help you grow your network marketing business and level up your life. All right. Hey, hey, Level Up listeners, we have a special treat for you today. And if you listen to the last podcast that we released, we talked about all things Instagram. And uh, I thought, you know what, I'm going to start bringing some people on the podcast that are killing it in different social media platforms so that you can really hear not my story, but someone else that's having success, having results and kind of getting a feel for what they are doing. So today we have the pleasure of having Tihani or Titi, as we call her, uh, Denise, and she is coming all the way from Hawaii. So uh, Titi and I've been teammates and friends for several years and just really started to get to know each other over the last couple of years even better. And um, I thought when I thought about Instagram, she was actually one of the first people that came to my mind because she really just went all in on Instagram recently. And has had some really, really fascinating results. So I am going to let her just kind of share a little bit of her story, her background with network marketing, and then we'll kind of take off and just have a little conversation about Instagram. So go ahead, Titi. Yeah. So super honored and blessed to be on your podcast, by the way. Thank you for having me. And thank you for thinking of me too. When you text me, I was like, yeah, of course, that'd be awesome. Um, but a little bit about myself or I guess my background in network marketing, I've been a network marketer since 2012. Um, and we were in the same company together, uh, different teams, of course. Um, I vaguely remember you. I mostly remember Rachel, our upline, um, now, but, uh, that was my first toe in the water with network marketing. And it was the whole, if you're not partying, you're dying. If you're not having these home parties, if you don't know the color of their living room carpet, of your prospect's living room carpet, um, (laughs) you have no business, right? And it was just so cringe for me. And I remember my first uh, home party. I lived with my grandma. I was living with my grandma at the time and she had a really, 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 really old house. It was a 13 bedroom house, but it was just really, really old. And, um, my uplines were like, you need to have this, we called them challenge parties in that company. And uh, I remember just being so embarrassed and so nervous and so like, I don't want to do this, but I know that I have to in order to create success. And I had maybe three people confirmed. I must have invited about a hundred. And then the day of two people said that they couldn't come. My one guest text and the party had started 15 minutes prior. Nobody showed up. And my one guest said, Oh, I'm I'm hungover. I just woke up. Can you come and get me? (laughs) It was a disaster. And I just told myself, I freaking hate this. There's no way that I'm going to be able to do this. This is not my thing. I, I can't do it. I, I won't do it. But I stayed with that company for the community. I stayed with it for the personal development. Um, it really got me started on my fitness journey. It got me really into the health and wellness space as well. It was a health and wellness company. And um, I stayed with it because I love the people that I was around. And I love the idea of creating 
um, leveraged income. I just didn't like doing the home parties. And so I ended up leaving that company um, after about a year and a half, almost two years with them. And I just kind of, you know, thought about what to do. And another friend of mine, as soon as I left, introduced, he was actually in my downline in that company. Um, He moved over to his a new company and and he introduced it to me and I took a look and I was like okay cool but what are, are we are we still doing home parties and he said <laughs> well yeah but we have these Facebook groups and I think this was around 2014 we have these space we have this one big Facebook group where we're adding people to them and all you have to do is add your prospects from Facebook and tag them in the video and back then it was every, everyone, every network marketer in the world was already marketing on Facebook by that time. And so it was, it was either market on Facebook, send them the video and then invite them to your home party. Right. You remember <laughs> that? <laughs> and, uh, I thought this is genius. Okay. Let's, let, let's give it a go. And that's where I really started to kind of get my feel for social media and marketing on social media. And, and Hey, I can actually build a business through social media without having to to host these home parties so i was with that company for about um two years two and a half years almost and then uh i moved over to our current company life vantage and we um when i i decided to move here i knew what i was getting into i wanted to learn the marketing from rachel i wanted to learn you know leveraging instagram from the team and i just loved what rachel was doing and so um, since then, that's kind of what I've done. Just went all in with, with Facebook at first. And then it was, okay, I'm having more fun on Instagram now. And Facebook's just kind of not my thing. I still, of course, I'm so active on Facebook and whatnot. And we still do the adding people to groups and tagging them in the videos and things like that. But, uh, Instagram has kind of been my jam lately. It's been so much fun. I've had so much success with just kind of building my community there. So I love that. And I think one of the things that I've talked about just over the last, I mean, obviously I've built in life vantage completely on social media and kind of the same background as you, it, I was just burnt out on these home parties. Um, you, you, you travel for them and sometimes they're duds. And then you're like, I just wasted my evening. Like there was just a lot of negative vibes around them, negative feelings toward them. And so migrating to this company, really taking the concept of home parties and the traditional building and network marketing and taking it to an online platform, it, it just made so much sense. Um, and then you, you move into COVID and I mean, can you imagine if all we knew was building in homes or building belly to belly? I mean, that was physically taken away from us. Yeah. And so yeah. that's kind of to teach these listeners is if they're not already on social media, let me back that up because everyone's on social media, but if they're not using it and leveraging it for their business, they need to start like yesterday. Um, So I love that. And I follow a lot of what you do on Instagram because I did build solely on Facebook um, prior. And I obviously had an Instagram and I would post some things, but I just, I just talked about Instagram last week on this podcast. And I said, guys, you can scroll down not that long ago on my Instagram. And it was the bulldogs. It was random food. It was, there, there was no rhyme or reason. There was no consistency. And so I'm still, I still feel like I'm kind of learning and figuring out Instagram, but, um, so you just really weren't 
weren't digging Facebook, which is something I'm hearing a lot lately. Yeah, it, it, it got boring for me. Um, and I think right around the time of uh, COVID, um, it just got really, really not fun anymore. And I just wasn't connecting with the audience there. It was a lot of, I don't want to say the older crowd, but yeah. yeah. And I started finding like just hanging out on Instagram was way more fun for me. I had people that I love to like, there are, what I love about Instagram is you can go there and gain value in just about anything. If if I want to learn how to feed my dogs a raw diet, I could find any raw feeding Instagram and I'll watch a couple reels or whatever, or their Instagram lives or even posts, the carousel posts. There's just a lot of value that people can add to Instagram. And it's a really creative platform that, uh, that just works with my brain. And I just feel like people are just a little bit more, uh, or a little less guarded there. They're more open to being, uh, not sold to, but yeah, like you can even shop on Instagram, like Facebook, there's so many restrictions there, but on Instagram, can add your sales link you can add a little uh button where people can click that that thing on your post and it'll take them to your website you can add your link tree in the bio um i just started having a lot more fun on instagram and started seeing that i was getting a lot more engagement and people that i actually want to connect with that don't know me um i started finding them finding me which was super super cool and that happened right around the time of covid like you said yeah um and I'm so grateful for COVID for really opening our eyes to, um, okay. And I'm not totally against the home parties. There are some aspects of it that I miss. And we have done a couple of them um, in, in my previous company. And those are always fun to really be belly to belly with people and really look somebody in the eye and, and things like that. And of course, at the time, I had already gained my confidence in being able to, to um, lead people and to present the product and whatnot. So um I do still appreciate the home parties, but I think it's super, super foolish for any network marketer or business owner to not be leveraging social media. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I agree wholeheartedly. And, and same for the, the home parties. Um, we've, our team here in Indiana, we've really started to, to build that way again. And, and it's, it's really effective, but also I think that you have to find the mix. You have to do both. Um, but like I said, on, on a couple podcasts ago, guys, if you remember why social media, well, cause that's where the people are and you can put one post up or one Instagram reel up and have, I mean, I had an Instagram reel that's got 2.1 million views. Like nowhere in my little Greenwood, Indiana hometown, am I going to go and be in front of 2 million people in a matter of week. Like it's just crazy. Um, tell us just kind of some of the success that you've had with Instagram and your network marketing in the last, I don't know, six months or so. Well, it really, Instagram really started to take off for me really around, uh, about a year ago, last August, actually. Um, I had already been pretty much all in on Instagram, but still kind of figuring out my system, still kind of figuring out, okay, once I get once I turn a lead into a prospect, how do I move them to the next step? Um, that kind of thing. But around last August was really about the time where people started actually reaching out to me. So I, I think I, in, in, in a matter of 90 days, I enrolled about 40 people wow. um, just off Instagram. And, and it was them reaching out to me. It wasn't me actively 
going out and prospecting people that are commenting on my posts and whatnot. Of course, I'm building relationships and stuff with these people, but it was people reaching out to me. Hey, TT, I'm interested in your product. Hey, TT, I'm interested in joining your business. Um, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. And then I really started to niche down uh, at the beginning of this year. If you go back, I'm, I'm very polarizing. And that's one of my tips that I was going to share. Um, I'm very polarizing on my, on my, um, on my Instagram. And you can see a little bit of my sassy attitude there, especially in stories. Like, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not for everybody, which is fine. And I'm totally okay with that. And, and, and I don't want to work with everybody too. There are certain people that I want to work with. There's a certain kind of person that I want to work with. And, um, so I really started to niche down at the beginning of this year and it's just been so fun to attract people. So my niche is canine holistic health. And it's just been so fun to, to attract these people that want to hear what I have to say. And I can serve them in a different way outside of network marketing. But at the end of the day, I'm always tying it back to, hey, these are our products. You and your dog are going to benefit from this. Hey, this is an opportunity. This is how I have created a lifestyle of being able to give my dogs really the best um, holistic healthcare possible, um, the best food possible. I, just like you, we spend all of our time with our dogs and for, for people who are dog moms like us and pet owners like us who don't have kids. And this is something, you know, there, there are babies. So mm-hmm. um, it's just been so fun. It's been such a blessing and, and it's really snowballed from there of just really attracting people that I really want to work with. So, um, yeah, did I answer that question? Yeah. 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 You did. I think, I mean, just hearing that like four, you guys, 40 enrollments in 90 days, but people coming to her. And I think that's the power of, I think you'll probably get into it when we talk about some tips here next, but when you're speaking to the correct audience, right? I think people get so fearful of niching down who they're talking to because they feel like, well, I can help everyone. And that's true. We can help everyone. But like you said, you don't want to work with everyone. Um, and, and then you, you, you made a really good point where you said, you're just talking about, you know, holistic health and dogs and being a dog mom. And that's the majority of the content you're going to see when you guys go follow TT, but she mixes in the other things, but how boring would it be? Like, listen, I love our products. I love our company. I love our opportunity. But if that's all I talked about on social media, like I would run out of content and I would be bored. And so people wrong is they think that they have to talk about their company and their product and their, you, you, you don't, and you shouldn't <laughs> really, I have a, I have a couple uh, girls in my team that I'm coaching and they're, you know, getting into reels and it's great. You should be doing reels, but it's all product. And I'm like, you have to stop, like, just stop. You have to, you, you and they're, they're not grasping it. So, um, and, but also what I wanted to to point out is you talked about this really started taking off in August. So a year ago, you guys, so if you're like just putting your toe in the water, you're just getting on Instagram. There are, there are times you're going to have virality. You're going to have reels that go crazy, but you're probably not going to have 40 people signed up in the next 90 days. If you're just starting to really put, put that effort in. So just remember that, right? Don't compare your chapter one with TT's chapter 20. Yeah. So yeah. Give, 
before we wrap up, because I, I love hearing like just exactly what you're doing, what's working, give the listeners two, three tips that if they're, they're wanting to go in on Instagram, they're wanting to really start to, to build their Instagram, what should they be doing or what's worked for you? Okay. Well, I love what, what we talked about, just what you just mentioned about niching down. And we kind of briefly talked about this niching down is, is really just thinking of who your ideal person is that you want to work with, or who do you want to serve? Right. So what community of people for me, it's, it's dog moms specifically. I want to work with women, um, who want to raise their dogs naturally in a holistic way. Um, And I heard this quote the other day, I was listening, I can't remember who said it, Lord, forgive me. Uh, But they were talking about picking a niche. And they said, if you talk to everyone, no one will remember you. Mm. I just love that. It's so true. We just, when you talk to everyone, you sound just like everyone else. Mm. You sound just like every other network marketer. You sound just like every other person in life manage no one will remember you. But when people think of, uh, for example, for me, like, oh my gosh, my dog is going through this allergy thing. I get a ton of DMs about allergies. Who can I ask? I'm top of mind for them. And then we can build the relationship and I can serve them in that way. And then eventually introduce our products and business. So niching down is going to be my first tip on Instagram. And if you look at the platform now, that's kind of where Instagram is headed. Um, Especially if you have a creator account or a business account, Instagram's going to prioritize. They are looking for who to show your content to. So if you're posting your food on your feed and, you know, about your business and your product and then your dog and then your kids and then which all of that is fine to do in stories, but on your feed, we want to be able to see when your ideal prospect comes to you, it's like, okay, this is my person that I want to follow. This is who I want to follow. So picking your niche and really finding that community of people that you want to serve is, is going to be my number one tip because that's where Instagram is going. They want to know who to show your content to. They want to know when to show your content. Um, and they won't, the algorithm won't read it if you're just kind of all over the place. And it's actually going to hurt your account in the long run. I've seen this happen where um, people are just now picking their niche and they've had their account, their business account for years and their account's not getting any traction because Instagram still doesn't know who to show their content to. So that's my number one tip there. Um, another one I think is super important is like Erica said, is not to talk just about your products or your company. Uh, you'll see that I rarely do that on my feed. I do that just about every day on my Instagram stories. That's pretty much where you want to talk about your network marketing opportunity or products, unless your niche is network marketers like Erica, she's talking about network marketing all the time, but it's not more, it's not even about life vantage. You might share your story of some success that you've created or something. You might share a promo that you might be running just for your, your prospects. Um, but rare, it's very rare to see on your feed and, but your niche is network marketers. So you're constantly, you know, providing a solution. You're constantly talking to, okay, this is the problem that people are struggling with. This is the solution that I have. And it's very generic in that sense, but also you're, you're speaking to moms who need more time with their kids. So even I know your niche, like it's very, very obvious. So 
Um, and I, my ADHD just had me lost. Where do we go with that? That's our day. It's all good. <laughs> also, just to address, because we were joking before you hopped on here about, I don't edit these and my <laughs> are sleeping. I don't know how she, she's got her legs like wrapped around the chair. Anyway, and just, just tried to come out here and I'm like, no, don't come out. And that's why they started barking. So it's fun. It's the zoo in our, our house. But, um, so yeah, I think talking to that target audience, knowing yeah. who it is first and foremost. Yeah. First and foremost, knowing who your target audience is. Another one is, um, be yourself. Mm. This is something that, uh, I, I really struggled with for a long time. I thought I had to be like Rachel. I thought I had to be like my old upline. I even sounded like my old upline. And granted, you know, we spend a lot of time with these people. So we pick up little personality traits and things like that. And there are some things that I'm like, oh my goodness, I just did sound like Rachel. Um, But be yourself and, and people on social media love authenticity. And I think especially on Instagram, especially in your Instagram stories or when you're doing a reel or when you're doing a, a live um, to really allow yourself to your personality to show and to be authentic. Uh, for example, I've been sharing lately. Um, I'll share my quick story of just what happened to us in the last five or six months in February. Uh, we had been planning for several months prior to that, to move to Idaho. And our plan was to move at the end of April. So beginning of May, end of April, that was our plan. Um, in February, our apartment flooded. This was like towards the end of the month, our apartment flooded, all of our things ruined. We had a breakout of an infestation of mites after we started ripping up the flooring. In the middle of that, our first dog, Boo, passed away. We had to put her down. She had, um, an infection and the only option was surgery or um, putting her down. So we made the choice because she was already special needs and medically fragile and just going through a lot in her health. And it was three years of nursing her and caring for her in that capacity. So this all happened in a matter of three days. And then we were homeless because our renter's insurance wasn't sure on if we were liable or the landlord or whatnot. So we were pretty much homeless for about a week. We were sleeping on friends' couches. It was a disaster. Uh, I didn't talk about this initially as we were going through it. I shared a little bit about Boo, but so we made the decision to move back to Kauai, move in with my parents and save money so that in a month and a half, we could just head over to Idaho. Well, it ended up that my husband was struggling with uh, drugs and alcohol and God had a different plan for us. He put him in a uh, men's discipleship slash Christian rehab that is literally right down the street from us. And um, that's where we've been ever since uh, beginning of March. So I've been sharing that on my Instagram lately. And every time I share a little bit about that story in my story, in my Instagram stories, my views and my engagement goes way up and people love that. And after I share a little bit about that, I'll throw up a couple posts on, you know, our products or whatever, and I'll get a couple enrollments from that. But people love to get to know you. They love authenticity. They love um, just seeing the real side of you. And I think stories is a perfect place to be able to show that. So if you're somebody like, like me, who's, 
has multi, I'm multi-passionate, I guess you could say, where I, I have not just my dogs, but I love, you know, conspiracy theories. I love uh, politics. I love Jesus. Um, I love working out. Uh, all of that stuff you're going to see in my stories. So that's the place to do it. I recommend you do it. Um, and yeah, that's another tip that I have there. I love it. I, I think, uh, yeah, the vulnerability, but what I loved what you said, and I don't know if you caught it or not, but, or if the listeners have caught it, you, you shared all of that, but as you are going through the, the heart and soul of it, you weren't blasting that all over your social media. Because it probably, from an emotional point, it, it wouldn't have probably come through. Like it would have been more "woe is me" and look at what's going on. But then once you've come through it, you guys, that's when you share these things. That's when you 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 let people into your life. You know, it's like if Jesse and I just had a blowout fight, and yes, they happen. I'm not gonna go live on on social media and talk about it because I'm gonna say things that are not gonna be good, and my viewers are not gonna be like. Oh yeah, girl, like, let's go get it. But afterward, and as things die down, then you go and share those, those vulnerable moments. And I agree with you. Like people don't do that enough, but when you do, when you can get to that place, you're going to soar on social media for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, guys, this has been really good. I'm going to continue, um, hopefully getting some more interviews going because you don't want to hear just from me. Um, but TT, tell the listeners where they can go find you and follow you. And guys, go and do it right now. Share this episode with your friends, but go follow her, especially if you want to learn and, and mimic what is working on Instagram. Yeah, so um, I'm mostly on Instagram. You can find me at it's Tihane, I-T-S-T-I-H-A-N-E. Um, I'm mostly there. I'm also on Facebook, Tihane Dini, if you can just send me a friend request or hit the follow button. Um, and yeah, I'm on TikTok as well, but I'm not very active on TikTok. That's still another platform that I need to get into, but I'm on Instagram, shoot me a DM, or if you follow me, I'll usually DM you first. Uh, but yeah, thanks for having me, Erica. This is super fun. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. I'll put her links in the show notes as well, but thanks so much for being on and I just love you and I can't wait to, to see you in a couple months. Yes. I'll see you in Phoenix. <laughs> yes. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you back here next week. Thank you for tuning in to Level Up Your Life with Erica Dale. If you're loving this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you never miss any episodes. And of course, your five-star reviews are much appreciated. Be sure to check out whoisericadale.com for more free content and tips to help level you up.